But listen, we were talking about Mr. Moran's question, which was how you engage in this. I mean, now, first of all, Rita pointed out during the break, I think a very important and sensitive question. You're a licensed funeral director, so you know, licensed undertaker, you know. Although, what do you do now professionally? You're a writer? I'm a professional, I'm a freelance writer and artist. Professional freelance writer and artist. And you do make a full-time living doing Yes. I, and you know as a licensed undertaker and just as a human being with some sensitivity, I'm sure, that we make rituals about death. I mean, all societies and cultures do it. We don't mummify our dead the way the Egyptians did, but we have our own rituals and ceremonies. And I think the rituals and ceremonies, if not important to the dead, certainly are important to the living. The living only. Yeah, I rather doubt that my grandmother, who passed away several years ago, really cared for the ritual because at that point, at the age of 99, she couldn't have known or cared. And if she's on the other side, her spirit will communicate with us, but the flesh no longer matters. But you're offending the living. I mean, you're going into mausoleums. What about what you do to offend and to hurt the living? We feel now that if you're going secretly into mausoleums, you're violating their loved ones. What do you, lay to rest, what, do you what do you term violation, first of all? Let me interpolate. Perhaps it would be best if she should uh, tell us what it isn't first, what necrophiles do not do that people may, in the popular I think imagination... I think I ought to stress a point here. Yeah. We do not advocate necrophilia as merely a sexual tool for those who cannot cut it with the living. You're not proselytizing, are you? In other words, you're not seeking converts, are you? No, we're not forcing our ways upon anyone. We are out there for those who have no place to go, who have been this way as long as they've been this way and fought themselves because of it. We are offering them an outlet through which they can correspond and get closer to their own feelings. But, without I am feeling. but you're going into the mausoleum. I don't care what you do in the mausoleum, dear. You're in the mausoleum. Right, Rita? Everybody who has their loved ones in a mausoleum I right now mausoleum. who is listening yes. is thinking, my God, I hope it isn't ours. But what are you talking? What is so terrible about going into a mausoleum? Tell me that. What do you fear Why that I'm going to do? Why do they put locks on the doors? What do you fear that I'm going to do in the Why mausoleum? Why do they put locks on the doors? What do you fear that I'm going to do? It violating upon, no, privacy. What do you do? It to violate privacy. It depends upon what the, the belief and the background of the person is that has the mausoleum. Quite honestly, you were asking me personally, all right? I could make the joke and say, well, you're a very attractive young lady and you can do anything in my mausoleum you damn well please. But on the other hand, my general attitude towards life and death is once I'm dead, I don't care if they put my head into a uh, into a pencil sharpener and pound me into the ground. It doesn't make any difference. Exactly. But we're exactly. talking about but unfortunately, there are people, okay, who have a feeling, okay, about the dead that I don't have. Okay, uh, they don't have, uh, they feel that, that, that there is something in the body after the person dies that is still their, their husband, their wife, their mother, their father, their child. And in a situation like that, the individual uh, would probably be very, very hurt to think that someone who was not uh, a welcome guest uh, was present. In, in a mosque. Just my presence what, what would upset them? Yes. yes, to some Just sure. my presence? Sure. I think so. There's nothing I can do about my presence there. I don't see anything wrong with that, first of all. Right, what do you do once you enter I don't the do anything irreverent. No, no. Some people would suggest just by being in the mausoleum with the purpose of loving the dead or having a sexual relationship with the dead, you are doing something disrespectful. Number one. Number now, one. Of course. Please. Number one. There is no actual intercourse. Number one. 
Let me get for this. For some necrophiles, there is? For some necrophiles, there is. Not for you? Not for me, personally, because I believe it is a corruption of the dead, okay? Right. What do you do once you're in the mausoleum? Well, have you ever been to a necromancy ceremony? Let me put it to you that way. Any of you? Happily, I'm familiar with them, but I have not attended. All right, well, the basic principle of necromancy is seducing the corpse in order that the spirit may come through it. The spirit of yes. death, if you will, yes. may come through it. That's basically Now, there are metaphysical. Metaphysical. Yes. That's basically what I do. Could you be more specific? Everything but intercourse, okay? Do you touch the body? Yes. Do you caress the body? Yes. Do you kiss the body? Yes. I think I just answered it when I answered Mr. Moran's question. To what end? Are you asking? Yes. I don't understand. Towards what purpose? Towards what purpose? Do I do this? Yes. Well, she had mentioned I the mentioned angel it of to death, seduce uh, the corpse so the angel of death will come through to me. What about sexual arousal? What about sexual arousal? Is there? Of course. There, if there wasn't, I wouldn't be there. I, if there was no arousal, it would... <laughs> okay. What? It would have to be arousing in order for you to... Is the arousal for its own sake, or is it part of the, the magical it's part ceremony of the magi to get it's energy? It's part of the so-called psychic ceremony. Okay. It's not just love of the corpse itself. Do you I, enter? I'm joining the... late, so maybe I'm repeating what's been repeated, but are these people that are dead that you're having sex with people not that... Not sex. Okay, the people making that are dead that you're seducing okay. or making I like love Jones to, are right. they people who consented to this prior to their death? No, I, most of them, she I didn't not know, know any of them, no. Okay, no. Uh, I'm a sex therapist, I see people with, with many types of uh, things that other people would condemn them for. My own feeling is that if people are doing things that make them happy where no person is getting exploited, where yes. somebody isn't being forced to do something, in other words, if you want to beat somebody who likes being beaten, I think that's a wonderful thing if the two of you find each other. However, the, the, the major issue—the major issue for me is one of uh, one of consent. If you were beating somebody who didn't want to be beat up, I think that would be a that would be a problem, and we'd change there from a variation I doing that. to. No. And that would be if you were beating somebody up who didn't want to be beat up. We wouldn't be talking about a sexual variation. We'd be talking about a crime. That's right. Here they get okay. a certain pleasure from pain, but it's between consenting adults. It does not go beyond what consenting adults agree to. Right, right. And, right. and in, in, in right. this situation, right. the, thing perfectly that, acceptable. the thing that troubles me about what you're saying is the, or what you're doing, is the lack of consent that's involved. I think Did anybody be, say no, though? Well, I don't know whether no people, I think people, I think it's no people longer a person. Remember, the spirit of the person is long departed. The spirit of the individual most is long of departed. Us, most of us would, some people would agree with that. I think most people most would people agree with that. I've made provisions for after my death to have my body given uh, one first to anybody who wants an organ or needs something for a transplant after so that. You know for your personality or your spirit is not there anymore. Right, yeah, after that scientific study and, and, yeah. and this section. I expect even to be cremated, and I still believe the spirit will rise and the body doesn't mean anything. I mean, if you knew so that you your spirit was still in so there, you wouldn't the, cremate yourself. Those are, the three, <clears throat> those are the three steps I have for myself. I believe that my body is my body, and that then if somebody decided, if you decided that wasn't okay for me to be dissected like I would like to be for medical science, and instead it would be better for me to be 
buried, that that would be a violation of, of my rights. Would, Besides would, would which, you we're, dealing with, we're dealing with a situation now. I don't, you know. And, and then, to, let, me, let me just sure. finish through this one point, that that would be a violation of my rights if, if I suggested to but you, let's no say, say, as a funeral what, director. But I have no say what happens to your body. But as a funeral director, if I made provisions with you and said, I want to be cremated, you, and you decided cremated. it would be better if you got buried, that wouldn't no, be okay, that has right? Not, no, I'm not talking at all I about don't. that. What your provisions are your own business. Okay, Please. so if what I'm saying is what I would like for my body is to have it put in a drawer where nobody's going to touch it, and I think when we think about being placed in a mausoleum, I don't think about being put in a mausoleum where I would be being touched, I think about it, or fondled, I think of it well, as a place where I would... how would you feel if you knew this would happen? Would you still put yourself in a mausoleum, even though, even though you know your spirit's I not there I wouldn't put myself longer. in a mausoleum anyway, because well, it seems like there's a waste of... Assuming you would, assuming you would. Mausoleums cost probably more than houses. All right, mausoleum, great. That's getting off on a something else altogether. I'm trying to make a point, though, okay? A place where there are keys, all right, that, that there's a door to be opened, Something like that costs money. People have spent a lot of money to secure their body behind the locked door. And they haven't spent that money to secure the body. They've spent that money to make a monument. That I oh, which means that they... Oh, I, I, I don't know that we can, good, we can assume that. I think a lot of people are afraid, for instance, they will go to a mausoleum because they're afraid to have their body in the ground. In the ground. Most people uh, who have mausoleums are afraid of the thought of being in the ground. And what has that got to do with me? The issue that I'm trying to make is, okay, that those people that I know personally that own mausoleums, okay, have a preoccupation with what's going to happen to their body after they die. Obviously, I'm not interested in having a mausoleum. I have better things to do with my money than to build an edifice to shove my body into, okay? Because as I said, I don't care what they do with my body. Exactly. Right there. Right there. Right right there okay? You just answered your own question. But the issue is that the people who are building these mausoleums are very concerned what's going to happen to their body. They don't want their body cremated. They don't want their body put into the ground. They are being very, very they specific. They transplants. Exactly. And, the same, and now what we're saying is, okay, fine, but it's all right to go in and fondle the body, which maybe they don't want either. Well, I believe on some occasions the bodies have responded to you, haven't they? Well, nobody act, nobody believes me when I say that. The bodies have responded to you. Uh, let me just re-identify. WBAB, the queen of the necrophiles and the king of the sadomasochists. Rick Moran and Rita Allen, John Connolly joining me tonight. Please, the bodies have responded to you. All right, we're, the place I used to work in, please, please. I worked with the man who was a psychic photographer. observation window and he used to comment that the bodies used to respond to me being there, which nobody ever believed, but it is true. They used to not just move because of muscle contractions, but long after they were dead, sit up, move, look at me, turn around, follow me around, and so forth and so on, all kinds of little maneuvers like that. This is true. This has actually happened. There have been quite a few witnesses to it, and whether you believe me or not, I don't care because I don't care anymore. It has happened, and that's that. I really believe that you believe that. I'm even open to maybe that that happened. I'm open to that it's okay to have sex with anybody who says it's okay to have sex with you, even if they're dead, or to make love to anybody who you want to make love to, even if they're dead, as long as you do it with that person's permission. How would you get the permission of a corpse? It's very difficult, I think, to get the permission of a corpse. That's why it seems to me that but you, don't you, understand. Could, I have you could secure that permission, permission before, right, before they die. Before they die. And I think you might find people, maybe 